Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double check. Right, he's back and we're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Good to have you, you sickos. Um, brought to you today by vodka soda and coffee. Coffee, What's yeah. It? I'm on the caramel latte this morning. Ooh. Sweet daddy right up. Big daddy's on the night shift, baby. Uh, yeah. So. I'm on the pine lime black can. At least one of us is winning. That's right. One of us is upper. But, uh, guys, do us a favour. Go and tell one of your mates about us. Help us grow the show and the community. Jump on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. It would be much appreciated if you did that. Um. Righto, last Friday's episode, morale was down, effort was down, immune systems were down. Were terribly low. And uh, prior planning was non-existent, but we're back fully revived this week and ready to tear this episode a new freckle. It is a dangerous day to be the holes in your ears because they are going to get peppered with quality yarn. Beautiful. <laughs> but the big fella, what you just you just rose, mate. Yeah, I just had me nine, well, if you call it a nine off, this is me swing day before I start, seven, I think, again, but yeah, peeled out of bed, fucking 10 o'clock yesterday morning, and had to go run a fair few errands on me fucking half a day off. Yep. (laughs) It was early night last night, woken up a few times by my beautiful daughter, Yeah, and then a bit of a sleep in till 10 o'clock, and here we are. Here we are, ready to fucking go. Uh, righto, before we get right into it today, I've got a bit of a shout-out. Now, shout-out to Trent and Dilsey for planting the northernmost sticker in Australia. Uh, this one will probably get peeled off pretty quick, but it's good that it made it to the tip. Uh, getting the job done and spreading the seed, the boys planted it on the uh, northernmost point Australia sign. <laughs> so, 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for that, guys. <laughs> but uh, they sent us a bit of a a bit of a story about their trip. So he said, "What a fucking trip it was. You name it, we done it. You make it, we'll break it." You think the beef road is rough, shoot up north and have a go at the PDR and corrugations up there, leaving you feeling like you got Parkinson's once you get out of the car. We had uh, days where hours drive turned into eight-hour drive, smashing rear diffs on the telly track, electrical issues nearly burning your car down and other things going wrong, which was a given with the shit we put our cars through. Great Northern and the good old DV copped an absolute fucking hiding all trip. Met some fucking top people and some you'll have to ask the question, are you even the full quid, mate? But in the end, we got the job done, sticker was planted and dreams were made. Could go on for hours about the bloody carry-ons we encountered on the trip, but we'll still uh, we'll keep it short and sweet. One last thing, fuck caravans, fuck roadworks and fuck dad kisses. Anyway, stay out of yourself and keep up the good work. Good yeah. on you, lads. How yeah. good's that? You ever got up there? Uh, I went up there to a place called Bamboo Station hunting pigs when I was when I was little. That's as far as I got up. Yeah. But we didn't. I've never been up there like just to go driving through it and shit. We sort do of the, went do up the there. proper cape trip. No, yeah. that's right. Telegraph and it's definitely. Track. I'm definitely keen to do it one day. Like, and you know, you hear everyone's got their own little dramas on the trip that they do up there. But that's half of the yarn, isn't it? That's like, right. Half the adventure. You know, if everything just goes smooth and you get to the tipping back in five years' time, what are you telling the boys at the piss up? Everyone's telling war stories about fucking, you know, we had this fuck up and we were stranded yeah, on the Getting parts flowing in from fucking Cairns Airport, <laughs> yeah. fucking rebuilding swivel hubs. You know, you know, you want to be prepared, I reckon, for something like that. But at the end of the day, it's those fuck ups like us carrying on at the pub the other day and causing ourselves the biggest drama the next day. It's those little stories that turn into shit that's, you know, funny later on. So That's right. You know, that's good. No, I've only just been a little bit north of Cairns, so I'm definitely – on the list to get up there and have a look around. Mate, once we're doing this full on, let's say a year or two's time, it's one of those things you could even document a trip, get the old film crew going and, you know, do a few episodes up on the pubs on the way through and just have know. a fucking courier service on standby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, good work, boys. That was good. Another thing, right, the Snapchat grub. So, do you remember the other episode we had that call in and we were a bit confused about this Snapchat guy? Oh, on the Wednesday Wobblies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of the boys messaged us and was like, oh, I finally saw his message after funneling through a few. And uh, he goes, oh, I don't know if you're aware, this, this, there's a Snapchat group that's the Alpha Blokes Carry On, but on Snapchat, like an actual group. Oh. And I was just like, fucking righto. So I think he's messaged our mate saying, Bruss, can you fucking delete it? Because, I don't know, for me, it's like if he's doing the right thing, it's all sweet. But what? why do people have to be weird cunts? You know what I mean? Like, that'd be like us, say, bloke's advice, or let's say Hello Sport, or bloke in a bar, or just BBB, starting, a, starting a page. Just starting a page on behalf of their name, and just... Well, they, the I think fuck? they because they know if something's going well, they'll just fucking go, all right, I know I'm going to get some traction here, I'll fucking fire her up. Yeah. And that's like but, with everyone's Instagram pages and all sorts of stuff like that. You know, but like... I get those. There's obviously those um, Indians out there that just try and smash people with, you know, the fake things. But this person's not even trying to scam people. It's just like trying to build a page off the back of something to be, I don't know. Yeah. To be popular. It's just, I don't know. I just, that's what I mean. It's just weird cunts. Don't be a weird cunt. If you're listening and that is you, you're a loser. Yeah. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Well. About that. 
But anyway, so but I just wanted to say that if you are on that page, good on you or whatever. And but, thanks because we weren't aware of it. Yeah, but yeah, thanks for that. And if there is shit on there that's dodgy or whatever, it's not fucking us. So I just had to put it out there to say that we are not responsible for that page. And animal bashings. Yeah, and apparently there was just a rat getting pounded on there. <laughs> well, I don't oh, know if it was a rat. Oh, what no. was it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm... They never, you know, he never said, did he? He no, just he said there was an animal. It's like, that left the fucking imagination really open. Yeah, just an animal getting bashed. So we're not... Uh, we don't support animals getting bashed. So it's not It's not us. No. Righto. Now, mate, the recovery. How are you going? Are you, are you back to full health? Because it was funny. We got a few comments last episode saying, fucking you two were bastard. bastard. And you're right, we were. Yeah. No, I'm all right. I reckon fucking few nights in, eh, just trying to climb stairs. I was, like, getting to the top of it, and I'm like, I know I'm fucking feeling unfit, but I feel fucked. Yeah, yeah. But, um... No, come well, coming good. Besides this little layover period, but the, um, the night's treating you all right. Like, no, nah, really I can't wrong. stand nah. them. I cannot stand them. Yeah, right. Oh, oh lucky, you only got six weeks then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still got the cough by the sounds of it too. Yeah, but yeah. So, but mate, my that the way it worked for me that week off for me was unreal. Like the the weekend and everything. I've got a few fucking beauties to run you through here. So Friday. You will not. You would not guess what I was doing on Friday of for the. I reckon ever. I was milking bulls. Milking bulls. Milking bulls. Yep. I wasn't, but I was a part of it. Yeah, right. The father-in-law goes right. We're going to get these bulls semen tested. Yeah. You want to come and have a look? And I'm thinking, jack a few off. Fuck yeah! Let's go see how this happens. Now, how would you think? It, not knowing how it's done, how would you think you milk a bull? Well. Fucking, isn't there like a little insert and you go down and you touch their prostate or something? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's not little. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. So, but here's the process, right? So, we go over there. Oh, mate's in his um, overalls, you know, with the, the short sleeve sperm overalls. Suit. Yeah, the old um, denim sperm suit, ready to go. Got all the gear. And um, I'm like, right, oh, let's fucking go. How yeah, this thing works. So, they bring the balls up into the chute and... Um, Prop them up, get them in the head crush sort of thing. It's like proper BDSM sort of shit. Yeah. And um, <laughs> close the head crush. And then there's this thing that I could only imagine what a Randy Footlong's cock looks like. Like it's about this long. About It's, it's actually like your forearm, except a bit girthier and a bit rounded for entry. Yeah. And um, he goes, right, oh, let's get this thing happening. <laughs> Squirts a heap of lube on it. The old tail goes up and just goes, thump. In the ass, Straight in the doot. Yeah. And fucking gets put in there. And you can only imagine if the bull could speak, he'd be going, ooh, what was that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting there. And um, he's got this, like, I can't remember if it was Bluetooth or if it was on a cord, but he's got this, like, pendulum. Do you know the old um, overhead crane pendulums at the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the power stations? It's like that, like with knobs and shit on it. Yeah, right. Real technical bit of gear. And he's got this fucking cup on the end of a stick. And um, it's an electrical current thing. So he's, like, twiddling these knobs to get this bull off. And just probing like, the prostate. It's like a um, it's like a video game. Like, you got to play with it until you get the right frequency. Yeah. And next minute, you just see, like, ooh, the bull's legs starting to shake at the back. Yeah, and yeah. fucking he's starting to move around a little bit. And then he must hit the sweet spot. And all four legs are like, ooh, <laughs> on this bull. <laughs> And anyway, she starts all happening, and our mate just shoots in like Inspector Gadget arm, boop, catches the load, out. 
Yeah, right. And then fucking turns the thing off. And because uh, I'm thinking you'd have to hold it under there the whole time, but this bloke's that well trained that he knew when the load was coming. He was just like, dunk, caught it. Yep. Come back out. And then, um, thump, the thing comes out of the dot. And uh, they go over to, he's got this microphone set, uh, micro, microscope set up at the generator. And it was good. He actually let me have a look at it and shit. And you can see all the sperm, like, swimming around in that. Yeah. And you can see if they're, like, you know, at a certain percentage. Because um, there was two of them. Fast swimmers a, or. Yeah. And if, the, if there's a heap that are alive, heap that are dead. And there was actually an older bull there and a younger one. You could tell the difference. You looked at the younger one and his sperm count was really good and they were moving everywhere and that. And then the, the older one was starting to back off a lot and you could see the difference. But, um, yeah, it was a fucking eye-opener. I was like, holy fuck. Like, it was just, yeah, it yeah. was uh, it was loose. But it's, fun, it's funny. Like, there was actually a real art to it, like this bloke knowing which things to hit. And um, it made me laugh because, like, everyone's good at something, right? Everyone has got a skill. Imagine if your skill in life was knowing when a bull was about to blow. Yeah. Wow. What are you good at, mate? Oh, shooting, getting bulls off. <laughs> getting bulls off, mate. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty, just the whole process was pretty good to see, though. And I suppose, like, you got to find out if your bull is doing a good job with the cows and shit, you know. That's, and, yeah, that's right. And Because um, that was just like an on-site one. And I think then they take them back to the, the lab and inspect it all properly. Yeah. Um. But no, it was definitely an interesting, yeah, interesting that's... thing to see, man. Like, I never would have thought I was. I'd watch a bull get milked. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there you go. And it made me wonder. I'm like, what's going through that bull's head when he walks back out into the paddock? I reckon that there's he'd two be feeling things. Relieved. I reckon there's two things he'd be feeling. He's either walking around going, "I just got fucking violated." Yeah. Or. He'd be going, oh, I wonder when we're heading back to the yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Woo-hoo, Let's make that just, weekly. That's right. What the fuck just happened then? But I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> did they strut off or you didn't fucking see that? No, nah, they sort of had a bit of a kick out the side when he left the shoot. Yeah, yeah. What was I'm that a, in my I'm house? a new bull. Yeah. But uh, bring on the week. But there you go. So it's not only in humans that these toys are a thing. Like In the prostate. That's right. It's just everything. Every male... Just has that spot, don't it's they? It's just whether we're all fucking worthy enough to try it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, but that was a, that was definitely an eye-opener for me Friday Arve. Yeah. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, I went down to Agnes, tested the old pool out, added a few chemicals in there, took the young fella down for a look, mate, and uh, the weather down there on Saturday was fucking magical. Went for a walk down the beach. You know, it's it was still cold, but it, that sun was really bitey, so it was like a good day to be at the beach, you know, playing around in the shallows and shit like that. A few people out with the weddies on surfing. Yeah. Um, so it was good getting down there. Um, sushi joint just opened up down there. Yeah, great. Yeah, man. I've been waiting. And they have those, po- is it poke bowls or whatever yeah, they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't poke, really... poke bowls, yeah. Sorry, yeah, whatever that is, man. I'm not sure what they're called exactly, but I've been waiting for a place like that to open down there. For so long, eh? Just a fresh food place. Because they got a heap of cafes, mm. which is good every now and again, but it's nice just having something that isn't just like a deep-fried something. Yeah. You know, because I just got like four sushi rolls, man. Fucking happy Whereabouts did they set that up? Uh, right in the main little complex bit. Down near the that, Near that Madonna's cafe on oh, the corner. Right, so right, it's yep, one yep. shop beside that. There you go. Yeah. 
So, I reckon that of like I've always said, fucking you start editing in Agnes, you're gonna go well, I reckon. Well that's the first sort of thing like that there. Yeah. You know, like there's there's cafes coming out your ass down there and there's that pizza joint. Mm. But I don't know. For me, that'll be me every time I go down there. Yeah. I'll get some sushi or try one of those fresh bowls out. It just makes you feel a bit better eating something like that. That's right. You know, rather than just And if you're down there for an active holiday, not just fucking boys weekend. Yeah, that's right. Oh mate, there's a place for a cafe. That's Don't right. get me wrong. Like, there's a big yeah. bowl of chips, fucking laughing. But love those like, guacamole, fucking cheese toasties. Yeah, chicken cheese and guac. That's the one. They are beautiful. Those toasties. Fucking fair price on the cunts too. But. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm, I was a big fan of that. So good shit for opening that down there. Um, one thing I noticed, and I don't know if this is just beach towns or what the what is doing, but uh, there was dogs. Like, I probably passed eight. To ten dogs through my whole day down there that were just cruising next to the owner off the leash, yeah, crossing roads, doing all this shit, just and I don't, them. and I don't have a problem with it. But all I'm thinking of is my psychos. There is no fucking way I would be walking there with it off the leash. Yeah, they must have done done the whole. I don't know if it's puppy preschool or or just being real. Like I suppose growing up in that environment and getting used to it, but. My view on it is they got a bit more time to spend with their dog every day. Yeah. No, that's like that's a good point. Like they like probably got even if they're working eight hours a day, a couple of days a week down there or yeah. whatever, they're just fucking it's with him, goes to work, fucking you know what I mean? Gets used to growing up in growing that environment. Up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get you. Yeah, they'll look yeah, after just, you, you stick with me. Because bro, I was just like Pe- even like this one person was like, Hey, stop and just stop next to the road and then off they go. I'm yeah. like, fucking hell, that thing's Better trained than me kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive, though. I don't know if it's just a beach town thing or what, but, yeah. Just people just, can spend more time with their animals. Yeah, no, nah, that is that's, good, oh, Mine's the exact same. You fucking keep him locked up here for a few days oh. and then you let him out or go down the beach with him. See you later. It wouldn't even be like they wouldn't be sprinting off, but I mean, like, stopping when you stop at roads. Yeah, and that's staying right. Staying next that, to that, you. I'm like, what the fuck? That's loose, it's eh? like a robot, this thing. <laughs> but, uh... And one other thing, caught up with Big Squally down there. I don't know, I've, I forgot which episode it was, but we got Big Squally on. Um, yeah, the a, a surf while school ago. and Agnes. Yeah, as a surf school there. And the big fella, I bumped into his missus and daughter down the park with my young fella. And she said that they're heading off, they're moving back over west. Yep. So I went and saw the big fella. And uh, it was good catching up with him. He's um, everything's fallen into line for him. He's still going to have the surf school here, but someone's going to manage it. Yep. And he's got onto one of his older jobs back over west. So mining. Or, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yep. And uh, he's going to give it a go. But for a couple of months, he's just sold everything, bought an F truck, caravan, and he's going to head back up through the guts, do a fair bit of traveling for a couple of months with his family and that, and, yeah, and nice. head over west. So it's pretty exciting times for the big fella. Yeah. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and have a listen. He's a fucking legend of a bloke. And I uh, actually had a couple of emu exports with him. Yeah, did you like them? Fucking loved them. They are good, eh? They are good. Have you tried them? Yeah, yeah. Mate. So I- in Gladstone, if you need, if you want to try them, it's the same spot as you get these vodka sodas under Dicey's. I'm pretty sure is the only bottle I've found those emu exports. Is it? Because, yeah. man, it just reminded me of a straight-up-the-guts beer. Yeah. Like, and that's all I, that's all I look for in a beer. Yep. I just want a beer that doesn't fucking make me go, ooh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. You know, it was just good. No, Had a couple of cans of that with the big fella and, yeah. They're heavies too, proper heavies, aren't they? No, I think they're 1.2 standards. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, no, they're um, 
big fan of the old emu. Might actually get a carton and have a few one one day when you're not definitely heading to night shift. But uh, yeah. So all the best, the big squalls. And then Sunday, mate, it was a bit of a roller coaster of emotions that day. It was a big Phil's birthday. Mm. So I didn't really realise early on and then, you know, remembered or someone put a post up or something and then realised it was the big man's birthday upstairs. So um, Frankie and uh, Beth were heading heading to see him, so I jumped in with them and went and visited him for the first time since we buried him. Yep. And, um, yeah. Watered him with a bit of passion pop. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and then went and had a feed at the pub and stuff. But nah, it was a bit of a bit of a roller coaster that day. It was a bit, you know, chirpy. yeah, relive a few emotions. Yeah, I mowed the lawn there. I was on the on the ride on, belting a few tins, and you know, shed a few tears and all that sort of sort of carry on. And uh, yeah, but no, it's good to it's good to have those times to remember him. I think about him all the time, especially doing what we're doing now. Like it's one of those things that. He had like I think he had ten or eleven or twelve thousand followers on Instagram, you know, and he always had this thing and this aura and presence. And I always used to say to people, like talking about him, I'm like, "Fuck, he's got a good Instagram following." I'll feel like you know, he's yeah. got you know people love him and that. And then to look back now, and where we're sort of at at the moment, like if there was anyone who'd be pumped with what we're doing, and how and proud of what it's we're doing, yeah, it'd be fucking him, yeah. So. Definitely. And that's one of those things like we talk about a few times about having motivation to do things. No cunt has got any chance of stopping me or us or what we're doing now because I'm not just doing it for me. I'm doing it for the filth as well. That's like right. Like we made who fucking love this shit. So, yeah. No, it was. Uh, it's a good drive to have. It is, mate. It is. So, when no. times even get tough with this or whatever, you can just look back and go, What am I doing this for? Yeah, exactly. And then when you get cop shit online or cop those things, that, that mentality that he used to have, I try and channel a bit of that, you know, when you're copping those hard times and just go, What would filth do? He'd go, <laughs> Who gives a fuck about that cunt? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably yabby pump him. It's about to spray me coffee over the lights here. <laughs> But, yeah, so that was a bit of a wild day Sunday. But like I said, I'm sort of getting to the stage now, even though I'm struggling with it a lot still. It's a, it's like a positive thing thinking about him, you know, like when things pop up and, you know, you remember the good times and shit like that. So, Oh, it sounds like a pretty good weekend, mate. Yeah, man, it was it was good. It was a good, real good reset, you know. Yep. Now, coming into this weekend, it's Friday when this is coming out. Father's Day is going to be on Sunday. Yeah. So it's your, is your first Father's Day? Will be my first Father's Day, yep. Yeah, nice. So you'll be working? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll probably stay up for brekkie or something, go brekkie or something. Yep. But no, nah, so I think it's just an important one for, so shout out to all the dads out there. Not the single mums, because that's fucking Mother's Day. The fucking dads that are ripping in, doing the hard yards for their family. Yeah. You know, I think uh, this day is finally just about us. There's that many days out there for everyone else. We have this one day to be loved and appreciated for doing the shit that everyone just expects you to do because you're a man. It's a bit of a weird topic, that one, where they go, shout out to all the single mums that don't have dads for Father's Day, and they look at the next day, and then vice versa. Mate, there's the single no... fathers on Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, but there's don't... no cunt getting shouted out for being a single dad on Mother's Day. You don't know, reckon? Nah. Well, I haven't seen any personally, but... Mate, I just think... If you're doing it by yourself for single mums, you're doing a great job in that. But blokes in this world barely get fuck all recognition for anything. Mm. So don't take away the one fucking day that we've got 
Yeah, How many yeah. other days would you and I have that is a day for us? Yeah, that's right. There's none if we aren't dads. No, that's right. There's zero, zero is how many we've got if we aren't dads, you and I. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just it just shits me seeing that. Like And like I said, shout out to all the single mums, but not on this day, you know. <laughs> this one is for the fucking dads. <clears throat> I'll be looking out, but on Mother's Day to see if there is a fucking few blokes get a fucking bit of recognition because not like we're going to stop it. But I, I just think Mother's Day is for mothers. Mother's Day, that's right. And fucking give them the proper Mother's Day they deserve for Ex- being the single mum. Fucking but, oath. But I, yeah. I, and I'd be saying the same thing if a dad was saying, oh, shout out to the single dads on Mother's Day. I'd be saying, nah, bro, it's for the mums. Mm. Don't take away from the mm. mums. People just try and complicate shit too much today, like in today's yeah. age and try and mix everything together. Just fucking chill out. And celebrate Fathers on Father's Day. and um, But, yeah, if you're out there turning up and providing for your family, putting food on the table, providing a warm bed for your family at the end of every day, fucking great work, brother. You deserve a pat on the back because there's a lot of dads out there who aren't. Is there a singles day? Singles day? Is there? I don't know. Could uh-huh. be a fucking bell corker of a day. Yeah, yeah. Ted has all the boys trying to get a load into one of them. <laughs> trying to create a family. Trying to create day. a family or a single mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What else you got? Moving on from that. No, I just got um, – well, normally we head into a news, bit of news and sport. Um, I haven't actually got that much. I've been fucking busy with a lot of other shit. But one thing I got – I finally got the chance to watch like a game of footy. I haven't watched any footy for so long just because I've been so fucking busy with everything else going on. But the uh, the streak continues. I'm the greatest punter alive. Put a, put a multi on on the Penrith game and she come through. Oh. I forgot what it was. I only had like 10 on it, but I ended up winning like 130 bucks. Just first game. Once you nail this UFC, you will be a good punter. Oh, I will. I'll just have to go to the casino once every few months and just clean that joint out again. I'll say just put a bet on for me, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this UFC thing though, I can't be the greatest punter alive because I don't think I've ever won a UFC multi. That that Osman thing was a joke. Like that is a curse. That was the it was a curse. But uh, we are getting to the danger end of the footy though. Um, have that much, yeah. So it'll be it'll be good watching the finals and that. The old footy fantasy. I think I won a couple of comps there. You know, I just know footy, mate. Copy. <laughs> You had a bit of something there, did you? Whatever. Um, yeah, big Tom Hardy. One of the fucking best actors, I reckon. Yeah, I do rate Tom Hardy. He's a great actor. Alpha, that bloke. He is a fucking alpha. But, um, yeah, he's globally acclaimed the actor competed in the, oh, fuck this Inaugural. In or yeah, what is it? Inaugural. Inaugural. Anyway, the o- Open in the UK as a striped blue belt and end up winning gold medals in both gi and no gi divisions. So that's the old fucking suit on. Yeah, if that's not, the, you're running the, just the boardies and the um, shirt. Yep. Um, Hardy got Hardy got into training after he played a role in the 2011 movie Warrior, which was a great movie. Yeah. So, so that's fucking awesome too. Find good, a mate. find a skill or a sport after doing an acting movie. Hundred percent. And sticking to it because blue belt. That's just that doesn't come that quick. No, nah, that's right. That's actually it, proper training and dedication to something. Because we were talking about that before, weren't we? The, the fact that in that movie, like, you couldn't just be absolutely hopeless at jiu-jitsu or fighting and and look normal in a movie like that because that was a great movie. Yeah, he could play the psycho, no dramas. But, yeah. Yeah, but actually, like, um, skills moving-wise and... Yeah. 
No, so it's cool that he has... Contact training. It's good knowing that he is, like, has put a lot of effort into something like that, eh? Yeah. And he would be able to handle himself in the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not just a, he's not just for show. No, no, Which that's is right. fucking, you've got to take your hat off to him, mate. Because a lot of people would have, like, stunt doubles and people that are doing those things, but him putting that training in just to be him acting in that movie is pretty cool. That's right. His stunt double would have to be a killer. In saying that, I don't know if he did have a stunt double in that movie or not. I'm probably yeah, talking about well, my ass. He might have. But obviously other movies. But, yeah, anyway, it's still cool to see, isn't it? Yeah. it's um, No, it's real good to see. This episode is proudly brought to you by Oswald Freight. Oswald Freight is 100% Australian, family-owned, and dedicated to providing reliable service that has the flexibility to suit you. Their business is constantly evolving, looking for ways to improve their service and exceed their customers' expectation. Oswald depots are based in Rocky, Mackay, Proserpine, Townsville, Cairns, Perth, and service all surrounding areas weekly. They freight pretty much anything that can fit on a pallet. Shit paper, stock feed, tile glues and grouts, medical supplies, mining parts. What about the mother-in-laws? Well, mate, it all depends if you can fit her on a pallet. But just to uh, clarify, both of our mother-in-laws definitely fit on a pallet. What are you saying? We could line up a two-for-one deal? Yeah, well, it's possible, mate. We'll have to get on to them. So if this sounds like a service you could use, give Lukey and the team at Oswald Freight a call on 0732751100 or check out their website at oswaldfreight.com.au. You can trust these guys to take care of your freight because to them, it's personal. Righto. Now, I've got a few clips that I want to share today. Uh, one is for the young lads who are just in the party stage of their life, heading out and stuff, and there's a couple for everyone else. So this first one I found on um, Cold Edits on TikTok. Yeah, it's it's worth a listen. So have a go at this bloke. I was out with my friends on a night out. Um, it was one of my friend's 18th birthdays. And we were just out all day drinking. As the club's closed on that night... I got some calls from my friends who I got separated with who were in another bar causing trouble and they would ring me up and say, oh, Jacob is kicking off, you need to come come back us up. So me being the, you know, what, 18, 19-year-old I was back then, I only cared about my friends. And so I went running down to the scene and um, I sadly took it upon myself to get involved and um, through I threw a punch at the guy that my mate was arguing with and um, and he fell on the floor my friends came around the next day knocked on the door I answered out the window and um, their response was yes Jacob you know you, your punch man knocked him out one punch like trying to like praise me um, for what I did and I guess at the time I felt a little bit of a little bit of pride getting that acknowledgement from my friends and then a couple more weeks passed and I ended up my mum had saved up some money to actually take us on holiday um, and we went to Tenerife and then a couple of days later, after we come back from that holiday, the police started raiding me and all my friend's house. And this was a month after that punch. Um, and then that's when it started to become a reality that someone had actually passed away because of my actions. How did it make you feel? 
A mixture of every unpleasant emotion combined. Shock, disbelief, self-pity. And I, I guess at that time I also felt unfortunate. I felt like I was... Um, why? Why has this happened to me? My mum was... Um, the best way to describe it is hysterical. She just kept crying about... The pain that... The other person's mum would be feeling. And I found that really difficult to um, even try and think about. So, like, I watched that the other day and I thought it was pretty important to play because, and, like, the music's probably a bit loud in the background there for a bit of it, but if you didn't hear it, like, obviously, old mate, like all of us have, and I don't want to be a hypocrite here because we've been involved in stinks at the rodeos and sometimes you can't avoid a blue and you just got to do what you got to do, but... That's a yarn about a bloke, a young fella who got involved in a stink thinking fuck all of it and ended up killing the other bloke. Yeah. You know? And I just feel like it's pretty important. Like, we carry on about, you know, yabby pumping and, you know, getting into blue a lot of the time. But I think it's important, like, that story there, that could easily be you instead of just walking away and going, oh, well, that bloke's not worth it. You know, getting in a fight and possibly killing someone, or you getting killed. Mm. You know, so I just think it's important, like, to really have a think about if it's worth getting in a fucking fight. Or you young fellas who get all hyped up, single out there on the piss, just you know, because you know how easy it is to get hyped up in those situations, eh? And just celebrate someone for knocking someone out, or yeah, you know? that's right, yeah. That yeah, is. Just, that's a big thing, eh? Come off the weekend. What happened? Yeah, boys got fucking fairly into her. Yeah. Yeah, they go, yeah, they go, yeah, oh, mate, it's fucking laid out. And you and you do, you, you're all guilty of just going, oh, yeah, well, you sort of that, cunt out. No dramas. Yeah. And, mate, oi, don't get, and like I said, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. If I see a good stink, mm. I'm like, oh, that was fucking prime or whatever. But just hearing those situations like that, how many times oh, you're hearing we've it. been in fights or whatever or. Been in a bit of a knuckle up where that could have been us or someone else, and you're just lucky that it isn't. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, like I said, just if you're in those situations, lads, especially you young blokes, you know, eighteen, nineteen, one punch like that could fucking change your life forever. Yeah. You know, you could go to jail for manslaughter or attempted murder, or I don't even know what the charge is for fucking ages just for one split decision. Yeah. So, and I think since I've had kids, mate. Oh, that's I've, right. I wouldn't even, like, it would take so much for me to even retaliate to someone now and punch him or whatever just because of the ramifications that could come from it. Yep. But I just think it's important for us to spread that message to people who haven't had kids yet, you know, the young lads out there who just are out there having a good time, just to fucking walk away if you can. Or, yeah, just judge the situation a bit better. Exactly. Just have a fucking think about it. If you're going to throw a punch, make sure it's worth it. Yeah. You know? So, or there's other tactics anyway, just trying to wrap old mate up a bit or just fucking yeah. d- diffuse the situation Yeah, that's instead right. of going straight for the fucking right. But like I said, there there's situations where I wouldn't be able to handle myself and would still do it 
in saying that as well. I can't be judgmental and say that I wouldn't ever react to someone. No. But I just, yeah, thought it was worth worth sharing that because we don't want to build a community that's just, yeah, just punching on all the time with people out there. It's just, yeah, that's, you know, that's we have a laugh and a joke and stuff like that a lot and do celebrate a good old-fashioned blue, but sometimes it's not worth it, boys. So that's that one. Got a couple here for, uh, for everyone to get around that got me a bit fired up this week. It's all risky. The minute you were born, it got risky. If you think trying is risky, wait till they hand you the bill for not trying. If you think investing is risky, wait till you get the tab for not investing. See, it's all risky. Getting married is risky. Having children is risky. Going into business is risky. Investing your money is risky. It's all risky. I'll tell you how risky life is. You're not going to get out alive. How true is that? Mm. You're not getting out alive. No. You know? And like like taking a risk to a point sort of thing, it's not like we're saying go and gamble all your money away or just be stupid, (laughs) but like he's saying there, just taking those risks of investment or starting your own show or something like that, at the end of the day, what's the worst that can happen? Like if you just play it safe your whole life. Yeah. When you're sitting there as an old fart and you're like, what do you got to – what do you got to be happy about or celebrate or be proud of yourself for yeah. if you never take a risk or do anything because the best shit comes from taking a risk. And surround yourself with people that are taking risks because there's so many people that fucking just stick to the daily job that we spoke on before mm. and you come up with an idea and they just shut it down straight away. You're talking to the wrong people. Well, they they are the people that... um. And it's all. I reckon it's all good hanging around those people, your friends, and that. But just but don't, don't bring take up. Advice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just don't bring up those things that you know for a fact that isn't their sort of vibe. Yeah, and you might be really passionate about it, and that's the one person that and they can stop you from maybe taking that risk in that direction. Yeah, talk to people that are. If you don't have people that are experienced in that, there's plenty of sources, for, forums, other places on the internet 100%. where you can go. Well, this is my idea. How do, how do I go about it? Exactly. If you've got an idea, like you said, right then, there's plenty of places, I'm sure, now. YouTube, like there's that many. That, that's right. If YouTube, someone, except you've got to be careful because those blokes just can sell it right. Yeah, but, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, think about just, taking up MMA and you're talking to someone that's never fought or never done anything like that. They'll go, what's the point of that, mate? Who wants to get smacked in the head? Or you're talking to someone who is working a day-to-day job and the same job for 25 years and you're talking about taking a risk and going and starting some new yeah. thing, they're probably looking at you going, oh, fuck that. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got, I've got all my holidays, my sick days, like I've got a permanent job and that, and it's like, okay, cool. But this person might not want that. No, that's right. You know? No, it's just I think that was just interesting to, to hear him at the end say, like, you're not getting out of life. No, yeah, that, so is, that is good. create some fucking good memories while you're here. Yep. Yeah. Righto, this uh, this last one, it's it's called uh, The Man in the Glass. It's actually a poem, and it's read by Eddie Hearn, this one, recited by him. So I think oh. this one's fucking awesome. The Man in the Glass. When you get what you want in your struggle for self, and the world makes you king for a day, then go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that man has to say. For it isn't your father or mother or wife who judgment upon you must pass. The fellow whose verdict counts most in your life is the man staring back 
in the glass. He's the fella to please, never mind all the rest, for he's with you clear up to the end. And you've passed your most dangerous, difficult test if the man in the glass is your friend. You may be like Jack Horner, a chisel, a plumb, and think you're a wonderful guy. But the guy in the glass says you're only a bum if you can't look him straight in the eye. You can fall the whole world down the pathway of years and get pats on the back as you pass. How fucking good's that? Mm. I think that's massive because, like, like he said at that last verse of it, like if you've gone against your morals to get to where you are, and you're this big success, and I reckon that's where a lot of like mental health issues probably come in. Is this like everyone's like you've done so well, rah rah rah? But if you've got to where you are, and going, having, yeah. going against your morals, yeah, and you can't even live with yourself, no one else sees that except for you. That, that's a you good know? way. Look, holy yeah. So I reckon that's why a lot of these successful people probably are depressed and have mental health issues because they've probably grubbed a heap of people along the way, gone against their morals that they've got to get where they are. So that's why I reckon it's important to think about sometimes. You could get quick success, but unless it is in a way that you're going to be happy with for the rest of your life, it's worth just fucking waiting because how much better would it be getting to where you're going and succeeding and being happy with how you did it? That's a scary thing for business sometimes because you almost have to undercut people sometimes to get to the next step. Yeah. To win another contract, to sell more, whatever it is, shirts. And it's just about the risk and reward there. Like if you feel like you can live with the decision that you've made to get to where you're going, then fucking go for it. But I'm a massive one. I'm a massive one to being like I've got morals and things that I believe in and how I was raised and – no matter if someone's waving whatever money in your face or this and that, it's just important to stick with them because, like he said, you got fuck all unless you can look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of what you've done. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. I just reckon here It's good to have those moments to pull yourself up to and go, hey, is this going all right? Oh, well, mate, we're just going through a, sp- a period now where, holy fuck, like there's options getting thrown around everywhere. And, you know, later on in the piece we can share with our journey at the moment, but just know that we're like a fucking duck at the moment. You're looking at a, a pair of people who seem to be just chilling out, but there's our fucking feet under the water are just hooking in. Bit of current. There's a bit of current getting drawn back. There's a rip. There's a rip. Underneath us. So, but we're doing our best to make sure we make the right decision, you know, for our business and stuff moving forward. And um, there's plenty of exciting things coming. But yeah, I'll just, that was a fucking brilliant one, I think, to bring things into perspective a bit. That's what I was thinking the other day. I'm like, I keep going back to, I might have spoken about it. I keep saying that too. Um, like, what would be your superpower? Like what? What was the most thing you'd want if you could do anything? If you could have like a super, yeah, yeah like, like unlimited money, do whatever, be the strongest bloke, fuck, biggest me, that, cock. That is a hard question, isn't it? Mine always refers back to that movie Jumper. You know, yeah. I could be at work, miserable as fuck. Hang on, I'm going to a fucking Russian strip club. If I was single, bang, you're there. Yeah, Next yeah. minute, I could be snowboarding on Swiss Alps. 
hang on, I'm going to be back in half now. I'm just going to do a few runs. That would be fucking cool. But I was starting to think about that. I'm like, yeah, that would be my lifetime thing to be able to look at a picture and be there if I wanted to be. Fuck, that would be cool. But I'm like, how about you build your life around that where you know what you have to do, but you still have that freedom to go off and go fishing, go do that. So just build your home ground, your roots, and then veer off. Like it sounds like a like a greedy thing, but like not having to worry about money would be fucking nice. Yeah, and yeah. just do what you want to do. I feel like we're on the verge of doing that in the in a normal life, but I mean, just that stress of fucking having to do something because you just you've got a life where you need to pay for shit. Like yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. Once you have kids, can you wish for them to have good health until they're ninety? Yeah, because well, I'd nearly do that. Like yeah, that's in, right. You see, especially with Filth and my cousin Stacy and a few things, you see the deaths of these unreal people mm. in their 20s and then you see the effects that it has on the parents and shit like that. Man, yeah. I don't know how I'd go through something like that. So I'd nearly wish for that if you could. Just well, all my right. kids fucking live until they are 90 in good health. Imagine that. I'd go, fucking bang, sign the thing. That's great. Yeah, unless, so, our, unless our kids are drug addicts or something like that. And yeah. Go, oh, yeah, 90 years just on the fucking meth, just draining my account. <laughs> but, yeah, it, that is a tough question, isn't it? If you had one thing. Yeah. Mm. But I was thinking that, that, ju- jumper. that jumper thing, that'd be cool because <laughs> I, was, be I wasn't really worried about the money part because yeah. I'd probably be a bit of a criminal and just go fucking <laughs> rip a few blokes off or something. Yeah. I don't know. Not be able to look in the glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if I could go anywhere, obviously I'm not paying for a ticket on the top of fucking that would be Whistler so. Mountain, bombing a few hills, and then heading back to night shift. It'd be pretty cool thinking about if someone if they create a technology to do that one day. You teleport. So not even like teleport, but get somewhere really fast. Like that'll happen one day. Like the jets and that, but I mean, just to I don't know. Little we space, won't be little a, spaceship. We pod. won't be alive to see it, but fucking the amount of shit that they're doing now. Well, people will be sitting in their lounge room well, just visiting they, somewhere in virtual reality. That's, yeah, that, well, that's the actual world, isn't it? It's just plugging your headset on, not worrying about your day job and that life, and just living in this artificial world. It's a scary fucking thing. What it is. Because, yep. like, even they could have, like, a drone, right, that you could hire, put a virtual reality thing on, sit in your lounge room and fly a drone around Europe yeah, and just yeah. look at shit. Look like at shit, just go cruising. It's, it's uh, I don't know. It's fucking crazy to think about what it's going to end up being. But, like, there's those movies like that Player One. or Yeah, that that's one? right, yeah. When, like, it's built up that much in the future that they're just living in, like, a caravan and that's the only space they've got. So they all just go to this virtual reality place. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that vitamin, uh, vitamin D efficient. Oh, imagine the smell of that joint. Oh, that's right. Imagine <laughs> unplugging it and going, oh, wow, I can't wait till I can charge this back up. Yeah, let's go back. But, nah, it's it's pretty wild. Mate, now I've plucked a fair few things off the old. We we were uh, a bit slack for a while there when we, you know, couldn't check messages and shit like that. But I've gone back through and uh, got a fair bit of good stuff. So I've got a heap of sayings here. So I put a thing on the Carry On page, the Aussie sayings on Facebook. You know what have you? What's been lost? The Aussie saying it's been lost. Now there was a few here at the start. It's so best sayings for a Sheila who loves the snag. Now this could be a bloke who loves the snag. But the say, for the sake of these sayings, it's a Sheila. So we've got a few here. She's had more entries than Keno. <laughs> had more cocks than a second-hand slug gun. <laughs> <laughs> had more loads than a laundry mat. Seen more horn than the Roma sale yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a few beauties there. This one's talking about one with a rough lid. Oh, mate, goes, I wouldn't even ride her into battle. <laughs> 
Fucking hell. Yeah, that was good. Um, this one's talking about a big girl. Could be a big boy, but um, Shano goes, if she farted in your last pound of flour, you wouldn't have enough left to bake a scone. <laughs> <laughs> bit of force coming Imagine hearing that from a chick, just seeing that bloke down the flats and saying that. Oh, yeah, she just went, fuck me, if that bloke farted, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have enough. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's right. I wonder if they do oh. say shit like that. Oh, they don't have to. There'd be a few out there that are fucking funny as fuck. You know, like surely there's a group of women on a hens and me or you walks past and they go, fuck me, I've seen better heads in the piss drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look at that bloke's lid. Surely there's a bit of lip like that getting around the shield. I wouldn't fuck that cunt with your pussy. No, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I wouldn't let him fuck me with a strap on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, reach out if you've got any good... um, you know. Yarns that you're yeah. hitting the girls with. Yeah, you're yeah. the girls up on a Friday night. That's right. Let us know, girls, because we're all about, like, we're always saying all these things about Sheila's. Mm. Let us know what you hit the blokes with when you're in a When you're roasting group. a bloke. That's right. When you're roasting a bloke. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, what do we got here? Yeah, this one's for a uh, for the tight bloke in a group who never shouts. Oh, mate, guys, that bloke, that bloke can't eat strawberries because he's too tight to shit the pips. <laughs> How fucking good's that? That is tight. That is tight. And this one's when you're off a bloke. He reckons, may the fleas of a thousand camels infest your armpit and may your arms be too short to scratch. <laughs> when you're off you. Bit of a proper one. That's a big sentence. I don't think Out of Shakespeare's that. book. That Out of Shakespeare's book. <laughs> and this one, I think this is great. So great one to finish off when you're flat out, busy as fuck. He reckons busier than a one-eyed cat watching two mouse holes. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Neither have I. That is busy too. Yeah. You can imagine the head work going on there. Fucking <laughs> it's hell. looking around. All right. Now, Brandon, got a question for us. He goes, boys, just a question for you and the miners out there. How the fuck do you break in a new work get up? Like, fuck me sideways. Those new shirts are like wearing cardboard. Seems like every shift... Um, you wear one, end up with zero skin left on the old nips, come knock off. Talk about a carry-on. You got any tips for that? Two washes, leave it on the clothesline in the sun. Yep, that's right. If you, It's hard, though, because like a lot of the times you're starting a new job and you get your kit to put on out there. But if you yeah. happen to get it like a week or two prior to starting, exactly what Cam said, wash it fucking a couple of times and then literally leave it out in the sun for a week. Yep. On the clothesline, just let it get pounded by the Australian sun. Yeah. Because there's, if there's anything that just perishes every fucking thing on <laughs> earth, it's the sun in CQ. If not, fucking heap of sweat, mate. Yeah, if not, you just fucking put a Band-Aid over the nips and rip in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, I've plucked a few stories here from the people. So we got Anonymous here. He goes, in regards to episode 38, best things you've found. He goes, my mate has a farm next to the estuary and his dad found a package which turned out to be a bale of cocaine and he put a knife through it and launched it back in the river. Would have been drinking the river if I was there. Where was this at? I don't know. I think he might be in England, but I'm I'm not sure 100%. Yeah. Launched it back in. He launched it back in. Sure you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, same. When did he tell you that story after a fucking month bender? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But uh, how wild's that, though? Imagine finding a brick. Yeah. We'll probably move on, eh? Yeah. <laughs> this one's from Anonymous also. 
Hey, boys, I'd like to stay anonymous. Bit of a story for you. Went to a mate's 18th on their property. Anyway, later on into the night, I was that fuck-eyed that the cunt behind the bench who was mixing cocktails up for us <laughs> ended up handing me a raw egg in half with the shell when I asked for a shot. I was that blind that I asked for three more. <laughs> Imagine that, getting handed half an eggshell and just drilling it. Yeah. Yoking all as a shot. Teppanyaki. That's blind. That's blind. Isn't it? Bit of protein. Good start for the hangover. I've seen that um, Jackson Dorager or whatever that Modality. fucking. Oh, yeah, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> I don't know. He, well, had, he had the old um, home setup of Teppanyaki. Oh, I'll mate, he? come out and set it all up in his house, and he's they're all Stop sitting it. around and. Yeah, they're all throwing raw eggs and catching them in the mouth and then sort of spewing them up. Oh, wow. Just had to take it too far. Remember, when we did, what was that challenge? I think it was, was a mental health or whatever. Yeah. Where you did the sugar and the skull of the egg. That's, That's right. That's the sh- only and first and last time, if I can avoid it, of doing the egg. Yeah, what was it? A, um, uh, a skull yeah, of beer. You had to have a shot of brown sugar, which was probably the worst. Shot of sugar was the worst, chewing that. Chewing that all up. And then had an egg and a shot of sugar. I used to do that for fun as a kid, so that <laughs> was all sugar. good. Actually, that while we're on that topic, that challenge, um, mullets for mental health. We aren't doing that because we've fucking got a wedding right at the start of October, so we couldn't really fuck our heads up. Um, but we've shared a thing on our Facebook for the lads doing that, the mullet for mental health. So get on there, contribute, jump in and grow your mullet out and stuff like that. What's it for October, is it? No, I think it's September. I think it's this oh, month this now. Month. Yeah, right. So um, I'm pretty sure it's September. But anyway, jump on there. We've been busy as so sorry we haven't shared it or talked about it much. But yeah, we definitely support that sort of like that sort of stuff. So get on there when we have a get bit of time on our growing. hands. That's right. When we have a bit of time on our hands after this wedding and that, we're keen to do some stuff to put towards mental health charities and shit like that. Whether it be haircuts or fucking doing something stupid, but we'll um we'll get back to that anyway. I got mad respect to the boys that can fucking um. Like, cut out the sunglasses in their hair. Oh. And the bald head and then just cut out a pair of sunnies and Mate, just wrap it. I will do that 100%. Like, when, when we got, like, a, an event, I will. Because, I, like, I shaved it a one a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I just keep forgetting to shave it. So now it's at this weird stage where i got bed hair on one side and shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. But, um, Are you confident it's going to grow back the whole time? Is yeah. both your grandfather's got a full head of hair? Or uh, the- they're both gone, but um, my old boy's so still got a fair now. bit. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I like I will, though, 100%, like, gr- even if I grow it out a bit, and when we do have an event or something, I will sh- dead set shave a skullet in or a fucking... Skullet. Or a Sunny's <laughs> Johnny or Howard. And then just go a one and shave it off. Yeah, very good. So, no, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Um, I definitely won't. Yeah. Oh well, I'll do it. We'll just have like a we'll just have a vote on what haircut I'll do or something like that for an event. <laughs> Even if we do like a live event later on down the track, just fucking shave in some sunny for. I'd it. love to see is a yabby pump on the top of your scone. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be good. Good idea. <laughs> um, righto. This one's from Nate. He said, "All right, you pair of fanny flaps, Nate here from England." I have a tale from the dark side of the moon for you. Well, actually, brown side. A few years back, I went to uh, Magaluf with the boys on a piss chasing, uh, on the piss chasing skirt. Well, after a fucking eight-hour delay, we finally reached our hotel at 1 a.m. Pride tapping time for a well-oiled cougar. Uh, setting aside my gut rumblings from the ropey scran and the ludicrous amount of piss poured down our throats waiting for the fucking plane to take off, we were out. 
Didn't take long for the peacock display to work like a dream, and before you knew it, I was back at the Six Pinters Hotel, pounding the piss out of her with my rod of God, while her two pals were in the bed next to us. Well, fast forward to the morning after. Picture us both laying there starkers with only a wafer-thin white sheet covering us up. I opened my eyes and started to put the pieces back together for where I was and what had happened in the, na- in the last nine hours or so. Noticing I was the only kind of awake, I thought it was perfect time to unleash a ripper of a fart that had been brewing in my gut since the plane. I even had the decency to pull my cheeks apart to put a silencer on it. Well, as soon as my rusty bullet hole started to sing, disaster struck. We could only be described as a brown flash flood flowed in multiple waves from said bullet hole covering both me and the sleeping beauty next to me. <laughs> it looked and smelt like something from a horror movie as it soaked through the sheets. <laughs> And lying lying in my own bum juice with all the others still asleep in the shit-stinking room, I did the gentlemanly thing and slid out of bed, wiped my ass on the curtains, and snuck out of the room like a ninja. Well, the holiday was a blast, so moral of the story is wear sun cream, as during my shit-soaked walk back to the the room, a sun-kissed little brown ass got more than expected. Keep going, the uh, pod boys. Huge over here, late as pricks. Yeah, that's rough, eh? So they've woken up to just a big spray through the bed and our mate gone shit on the curtains. Ah, at least the girls would have had a bit of hot topic for Breggy. <laughs> How's that? But what do you do if you've done that and just shat everywhere? You don't like, wake them up and say, sorry, I've pooed. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, you tap old love on the shoulder, you're going to have to go jump in the bed with the other girls. Yeah. Oh, you've shit. See you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, how loose is that? <laughs> Put a silencer on it. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right, now I've got a few nicknames here. First one from Lockie. He reckons the demo saw. Hard to get started and once started, hard to keep going. Josh said, got a bloke that started with us and got thrown in the deep end with some hard and heavy going. Uh, We work for a fellow that has a couple of loaders stick raking and whatnot. But, yeah, he had thrown in some silly shit going uh, and ended up fucking a bit of gear. So he started calling him Spud because he was a bit of a vegetable. (laughs) Courtney said, g'day, lads. We had a, bro- a bloke at work who had a couple of strokes. Needless to say, he got the nickname Two Stroke. Fucking hell. Right, eh? Oh, yeah, Tune of the Week. Got a couple of songs here today. So I've been getting into me, uh, into me country again. One of the boys actually messaged this one through. I forgot to write your name down. Sorry, bro. But actually, Quinton. His name, I think, unless this is the band. But uh, Lakeview hits different. Couple of uh, America blokes, bit of country tune here. Top shelf in the city Had a steak dinner that cost a pretty penny And I could see why That silver spoon kind Likes that kind of life, man I ain't gonna lie It's the same old, same old, same kind of thing Fifteen bucks for a five dollar drink Some people may not know what I mean But here's how we do it in the country It's kind of I don't know. 
What do you reckon about that one? Yeah, it's good. Pretty good. Yeah, Quentin sent that in. But yeah, I fucking got around that, eh? Like myself a good old country tune. Uh, changing it up a bit, mate. We got a little dirty drop here from what? What's that song that you sent oh, through? I forgot to write the name down. Feeling, I think. Yeah, but it's just Fisher, like, yeah. I think it's been played by a heap of DJs. But when Fisher um, dropped it in that crowd, I think it was in Europe. That yeah. was fucking unbelievable. So I think I got the right drop here. I just got to drop out of that middle bit. But yeah, the, watching him work this crowd to this drop of this beat was the just build up. fucking awesome. Yeah. Wasn't it? No, I'll play it. <laughs> No matter what age you are, if you're just in the boat on the fish or punching out the reef or going pigging, going camping, fucking whatever you're doing, yeah, you're gonna get around that or in the, uh, right, in the right club setting. Uh, yeah, for sure. Especially if you're in the right uh, mindset. Put it that way. Even if, if it's the just, golf cart peeling across the flats after a good fucking tree right. part, If you're hooning in the pit and that, <laughs> and that comes on and old fish is waving side to side, flicking the wrist, yeah. you'll just pound that into the earth. Yeah, the feeling it was called. So yeah. No, there you get go. Get around that, lads. That was good. Send it to us. That's right. When you're getting involved on the weekend. Exactly. <laughs> when you're getting involved. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, now this, before we get to the carry-ons, we got a few carry-ons, a lot on the Wednesdays one next week, but, um, Joshy hit us with a bit of life advice for those young blokes heading out on the town. He reckons take half a Valium and half a Viagra. So if you don't get a fuck, you don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. There you go. How good's that? Wouldn't, like, we don't support taking drugs or whatever, but... Uh, yeah, go thought, home sad with half of chub. Yeah, half half a chub, but you don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the edge off of both things. Thank fuck he's not a doctor. Yeah, that's right. But uh, anyway, there you go. That's his take. There so, you go. There you go. There I went. Yeah, imagine right. crying in the corner with half a chub. <laughs> I'll be knocked back, but I don't care. But I don't give a fuck. Right, uh, yeah, we got we got about six to fucking pump the end of today's episode. Right, let's uh, let's rip into a couple of these. Hey, legends, it's just Dark and Knuckles from CDC. Hope your heads aren't too fucking busted after that party. Anyway, I just got a quick one. Fuck me, dead last night. Me, Randy Footlong, and the Kandanga Whopper. Right. Me and Randy walking back to camp. The boys are staying out near us. Anyway, fucking me and Randy get back to the camp. I've got my horse side here. And the fucking Kandanga Whopper has these two whopping large and in charge women there, right? Anyway, I see this cunt fucking pulling all these boxes out of me fucking float. 
like these hundred cap boxes, they weigh twelve kilos. Anyway, I fucking get over the phone. Me and Randy ran over, and so Kendanga Whopper, he's putting all my boxes out of the float. I said, Russ, what are you doing? And he said, mate, he said, them fucking 12-kilo boxes, he said, I've had to unload 30 of them. I said, what the fuck are you doing that for? He said, mate, your float's only two-ton rated. He said, get these shields. He said, I don't want to blow your fucking springs out. <laughs> fucking proper true yarn, boys. Happened last night. The Kandanga Whopper on two large girls. Anyway, they had themselves fucking in ya. You. Shout out the Kandanga Whopper. He might have to shout fucking CTC some heavy-duty springs. Yeah, that's right. Well, mate, those sort of ones, you just head them out the flat, keep your balls out of the bindies. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's great. Thanks for that. Mate. Although I ain't fitting the swag by the sound, so. <laughs> that's it. That's why you got to get yourself a double swag, Jack. Big Daddy Deluxe. Mmm. Right, <laughs> Good shit. Moving on. That's a King's brand, too. I just didn't <laughs> come that out of my arsehole. Good day, you mad cunts. I got a fucking carry on for you. Beautiful. Righto. When I was a young fella, down near like Grasshopper, me and my brother were fucking at home, and the parents were trying to clean the whole house. And me and my brother were trying to get fucked. So we decided to go surfing, went down to the shed, put the balls in the car, realised I forgot my weddy, went up back in my room, and since my dad and his Misses were cleaning his room out. They had shit all over the bed. They decided to have a fucking root on my bed. Fucking walked in, see my dad's white ass at the bottom of his fucking stepmom's feet. He's absolutely rowling her on my bed. <laughs> and they're not getting shit for walking in on the cunt. Like, what the fuck? Why do I get any shit for you rooting in my bed? What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon? Oh, the bloke's paying the bills, I suppose. Yeah, he roots play where on. he wants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get out of your own room while your dad's rooting in your bed. <laughs> yeah, it was like your yeah, actual blood mum. You'd probably be a bit more off it, but... Go, Dad. Go, yeah, Dad. Sink in the stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's funny, though. Like, they thought he was going. It would have been like, the quick, let's go. And many pornos have been started off that. Yeah, that's right. Might have been the start of one. Yeah. Old stepmom. There you go. He goes and joins in. Yep. Ooh. Well, sorry, Dad got called away to a business meeting. <laughs> yeah, call the I'm plumber. left here all fucking alone. That's right. On oh. your bed already. And the and the fucking, um, there's a leak under the sink. Yeah. I might oh, get, that one. I might get up. stuck in here. Yeah, yeah. Can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, righto. That was great. Thanks for sharing that, bro. G'day, you cum guzzlers. It's Japanese <laughs> off from Tassie. Got a sh- oh, it's a bit of a long, drawn-out joke for you. Anyway, Dad and Dave, they go out shooting every Friday night. Anyway, Dave always seems to get caught short, needs to take his shit. Anyway, so um, goes out behind the door, bush, and he's there groaning away. <laughs> really trying to push this shit out. Anyway, when he gets back to the yurt, Old fucking dad goes to Dave. You want to watch out, son, one day? You're going to shit your guts out. He said, oh, don't worry about it, old fella. I'll be right. Anyway, following weekend, they're out shooting again. Oh, dad, I'm going to take your shit. Anyway, he's out behind the course bush. <laughs> dad thought it'd be a great idea to gut this rabbit. He threw it behind the course bush. Anyway, Dave comes out. 
and he's just wild as a ghost, like he's just seen a fucking massacre. He goes, fuck, Dave, you're right, mate. You're not looking too well. He goes, you're right, Dad. I did shit me guts out. He goes, well, did it hurt? He said, not as much as shoving them back up there with a stick. <laughs> anyway, mate, you boys have a good one. Keep up the good work. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jeez, doesn't that put an image in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a good joke, though. <laughs> Might have to pocket that for a night on the piss. Yeah, that is great. Very <laughs> good. Thanks for that, bro. Boys, got Zachy Boy from Gippsland here again. Uh, just listening to old mate carry on about that fucking chat about the beanie not covering the ears. Now, much the same, bit similar, whatever. These fucking idiots. I was walking out of work the other day, straight looking straight into the sun. Old mate's got his cap on backwards. And his fucking hand on his forehead trying to keep the sun out of his eyes. You'd be amazed how often you see these fucking idiots wearing a cap on backwards, looking into the sun, having a whinge about how bright it is. Turn your hat around, you fucking idiot. Can you, oh, mate, that is great. Can you imagine just seeing that? Oh, yeah, oh, mate, going, fuck, it's bright. And his hat's backwards. You'd always just spin it around for him. Yeah, that is so good, eh? Like, you'd just fucking sit back and laugh, wouldn't you? Because obviously old mate's in the zone. He wouldn't realise what he's actually saying. Yeah, he's still saying. Trying, just trying to look like the lad. Looking still. like an absolute pelican. But uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking good, eh? There's actually a thing put on one of the things, um, a photo put on that group the other day like that. There was a bloke like sitting at a game or something like that and he had the backwards hat on, the sunnies, and he was like this. He don't like, you know, like he was saying... And it's like, if only he had a fucking hat. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Cheers for that, bro. There we go. Right, you ugly fucks. I'm brand new listener. Just want to say I love the podcast. Thanks, mate. Just responding to the bloke in your last podcast, fucking carrying on about his mates who piss sitting down. All right, some of us, it's a little hard to fucking aim. I'd say a good 50% of the time. If I try and piss standing up, it's fucking all over the fucking floor. Right? Don't get me wrong. I love a piss standing up. But sometimes it's just not worth the fucking risk. Especially if I'm out at a fucking mate's house. Right? The 50% is a bit of a fucking carry-on. But that one time that you fucking piss all over your mate's floor, fucking use as much toilet paper as you want. It's fucking obvious that someone's pissed on the fucking floor. Right? I'm not going through that embarrassment. So I'm a fucking sit down and piss and you know what sometimes I fucking sit there for about 10 minutes after I've pissed on the phone and it's not a good thing but who fucking cares right have a good one blokes each to their own Is it, I wonder if he um, does he wipe after does he dab, wipe or, dab, does he dab just, or does he just wriggle his bum <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know because it do you stand up and then shake it over the bowl, or do you reach through your legs and give her a little shake, or do you, like I said, he didn't you... really break down like how drunk he was or what's this scenario? Because no, there's saying... definitely been times I, I'm going, I don't even know what's going to happen here. I need to sit the fuck down. No, he's saying that like if you go to a friend's house and you don't want to drop a bit of pee on the ground and then wipe it up with a tissue after, he'll sit down to pee Lift at the a seat. mate's place. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon that's a bit of a carry on. 
But yeah. like like you said, there's situations where you're in a shutdown thing and you just want to break and you might go and just get in a cubicle to send a few messages so you just sit down and you might piss while you're there. Yeah, yeah. But, man, I cannot say that I've ever... But And that would never happen. Oh, some places I think people would have that at work, but when you got... 80 people, 90 people on a shutdown, you're getting in that cubicle and, and you're getting, getting the, the fuck, fuck out, out because those things are getting pumped out once a night and the lingering smell mm. of them, you're mm. not sticking around for a text message. Fuck no. No, I just, I can never, I can honestly say, and like you said, each to their own, but I have never just sat to Give piss. us a rundown on your cock setup, mate. Yeah, you might. Little it, sprinkler. It, mate, pull the skin back. It, it allows the flow to be directed better. I don't know if it's just flapping around like an old fire hose. But, uh, yeah, there's things you or can do. Or he's just blowing a load and one shoots out the side and one's fucking peppering the fucking wall. Yeah, I just feel like if you haven't figured that out, Joe, and you're 20-odd, how to piss into the bowl. Like, don't get me wrong, you put a few drops here and there, wipe her up with a bit of fucking toilet paper. But it's not like you're at the Queen's house. Who cares? I don't know. I just, I'm all about standing to piss. I think that's a part of being a bloke that is unreal. And if you sit to piss, you're just ruining that good part of being a bloke. Yeah. Imagine the women out there knowing that you're not even standing, even though you can. <laughs> they'd <laughs> love di- to stand. They'd be disgusted. They'd love to. Well, they can't stand. They just. Oh, it'd be a bit messy. <laughs> <laughs> she had a she wheeze. Yeah, fuck that. Rough yeah. gear, those things. <laughs> yeah. Imagine just seeing that in the camping box. Surely He's a few mo- around. mining shielders reach out. I'm sure. Do you use shewees like do you know how they, they wouldn't take the it? A, I don't think they'd imagine take that it. clipped on the old fucking side of the pants. The shewee. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just picturing like do you know how you get out of a haul truck or get out of a dozer and they'd quickly have a piss off they'd the side. Squat in between the wheels. They just have to hang her out the side. Yeah. Mm. I don't think they're taking utensils, but if you are, we want to hear it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Well, moving on. Yeah, but if you could get back to us, mate, whether if you dab. Like wipe your dick after, <laughs> or if you just shake your bum, that'd be good. There we go. The last one, I think. Good day, boys. Uh, got a bit of a carry on, bit of a story. Who you might like to hear it? Just on the topic of uh, the other week, you said no one wants to, no one wants to hear about a time you fucked a ten or an eight. People only want to hear the time you fucked a four or five. So anyway, we got we got some stories here, or we got one story in particular. We used to have this man cruiser troopy and a uh, bit of a shag and wagon. Anyway, got a bit old on the piss one night and tipsy and whatnot. End up pulling a you know nothing too bad, just a little bit overweight sort of thing, and just heavy enough to get this troopy into my mate's garage. <laughs> anyway. End up, you know, doing the deed in the back of the shag and wagon. And the uh, next morning, she's not she's not in there anymore. And go to drive out. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> the fucking roof rack on the top of the oh. door opening. What the fuck's going on here? Hey, love, love, you're going to have to get back in there. You're going to have to get back in the car here because... I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get out of here, you know. So she jumped back in, just jumped on the back step and drove out. Right, oh, no, see you, love. Got to go, anyway. Right. That's not a carry on. I don't know what is. Thanks, boys. By the pod, stay out of yourselves. That's fucking unreal. <laughs> Had to get her to stand on the back step to get out yeah, of old yeah. mate's shed. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking awesome. Ah, at least he's a team player. Good yeah, honor. that's right. Good oh, honor. exactly. Fucking oath. Who knows? You might only needed another fucking 60 kilos to get out. Yeah. Doubt it. But anyway, <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, a few fucking rippers there to finish off. Um, Mate, have you got a joke? No, today? not today. Well, I've got a fucking, I've got a good one. This Now, this one was sent in by uh, Brad, so shout out to Brad. A few men at the bar after a hard day's work at the timber mill. When one of the one of the men boasts that he can tell any type of timber purely by smelling it. So the other men put him to the test and blindfold him and go to the source, get some pieces of timber. The men place the first piece in front of him on the bar and ask him what type of timber it is. The blindfolded man leans down, has a good sniff. He takes a moment and said that would be red mahogany from the mid-north coast. The other gentleman was shocked and decided to try him out on the second piece. So they set it up again. The man leant in close to get a whiff of the timber. After a moment, he says, that's clearly a fresh pine from the HQ, HQ plantations. He was correct. So knowing how good the bloke was, they decided to throw a spanner in the works. They politely asked the barmaid if she would sit on the bar to try and stitch the bloke up. Anyways, the expert leant down for a sniff. He took a couple of whiffs, and in a confused look, he asked the blokes if they could flip the timber over. The men agreed, and so did the barmaid, and he leant down for another sniff. He perks up with a spur of success, and he says, Boys, I don't know how you acquired it, but that would have to be the shithouse door of an old prawn trawler. That's a beauty. I love comedy. That's oh, me too. Like fucking, that is just funny. That yeah. joke. Whoever put that together, yeah, is just that's fucking great, yeah. isn't it? It's just funny. I don't know how you come across it. Me neither, but that was great, Brad. Thanks for fucking sending that one in, bro. Right, eh? Well, I think that's us for today, mate. Yeah, like I said, guys, the support that we've been getting lately is fucking phenomenal. I can't thank everyone enough. It's been unreal. Like I said, this next few. Next probably month or so, while the big fellas on night shift, we'll be still pumping out the same amount of content. Might be a bit lacking in guests and stuff like that, but trust me, after this period goes, we'll be fucking hammering. So stick with us. We'll keep pumping the content out. And, um, yeah, like always, appreciate your support. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Stay out of yourself. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.